In today's economic storm, people's retirement accounts are being devastated. Consumers are searching for a safe place to put their money. Are you feeling the same? If you are, please get ready to listen and learn about a new concept that will give you financial security and peace of mind. Now, here is the host of Become the Banker, certified financial planner and award-winning author, Joseph Quijano. Well, good morning, everybody. How's everybody doing this beautiful Monday morning? My gosh, I mean, here in Colorado, the weather is absolutely fabulous. We got over 80 degrees and it's going to be sunny all week. And we are excited because I know that uh, they're predicting snow and actually uh, cold beginning this coming weekend. So we're going to enjoy this week. And I want to welcome you to the Become the Banker show. And by the way, this is going to be the last episode of the Money Mindset. We've been talking about this for the last four weeks, and we have gotten some phenomenal, phenomenal uh, reviews. And uh, we want to basically do a summary on this episode of all the things that we have actually shared with you. I truly believe, without a doubt, without a single doubt in my mind, that the most important item in actually creating financial security and achieving your financial dreams lies on your mind, the way you think. You see, we began this wonderful series of the the money mindset by sharing with you that some very, very famous individuals Some famous philosophers, some famous authors have written about this for over 100 years. So it's already been proven. So we share with you that Napoleon Hill, in the early 1900s, he wrote a book entitled, Think and Grow Rich. Look at Listen to the title, Think and Grow Rich. And he talks about whatever the mind can conceive and believe, it can achieve. And that's a quote from him. Whatever the mind can conceive and believe, it can achieve. Ladies and gentlemen, Let me tell you something that is such a powerful, powerful quote that you see, he's actually given us the formula as to how to think. Listen to this. Whatever the mind can actually believe and conceive, whatever you believe and you make it real in your mind, it's going to happen. So I want to welcome you to this wonderful show, because I think we're going to do a recap of this wonderful way that you think about money. So Jordan, you're with me. Yes. And I'm so excited to have my son with me. I'm blessed. You know, I have six children and out of the six children that I have, my youngest one, who's Jordan, decided to join me. So we've been working together for the past 11 years, and this is really a blessing. So, Jordan, welcome to the show, 
Yeah. Why don't you share with the uh, group as well your thoughts about the summary? Yeah, I mean, I think the show knows me a little bit by now here, <laughs> especially for covering last week for you when you're in your beautiful town of Iowa. But uh, definitely wanted to just kind of get the, uh, the the full list of what we talked about and just summarize it in a quick s- summary as to how people can really get into a right mind mindset of money. I mean, this is something that we've talked about for these last, really, I think almost six weeks now on how to break down those negative money barriers, start with a fresh outlook. You know, as we just talked about, the law of attraction is key with that. If you're going to be thinking negatively about money, you're going to have those negative, uh, you know, thoughts that return negative uh, outcomes to you if you keep that. And then, of course, I think start from there with some affirmations, give a little bit of budget with many goals in place. And the last thing is just don't compare yourself to others. So as we go through the show today, we're going to kind of dip into each one of those. So go for it, Joe, if you want to start us off. Well, absolutely. You know, uh, I think we have, we have actually that greatest power in the world. You know, we have been given that greatest power in the world. And that is the power to choose. You see, we can choose to be positive or we can choose to be negative. And whatever you choose, if you believe on the quote of Napoleon Hill, of the great Napoleon Hill. And by the way, this is not a gimmick. I mean, millionaires, multi-billionaires have read the book, and they have become who they are now or who they were by following the principles on the book that Napoleon Hill wrote. So this is not Pie in the sky, ladies and gentlemen, this is real. It has been proven. It has been tested. And yes, he said that you were given, all of us have that greatest power. And that power is the power to choose. So you you can choose to be positive. You can choose to be negative. You can choose to be healthy. You can choose to be sick. You can choose to be happy. You can choose to be angry. You can choose to be depressed. Or you can choose to be just happy all the time. So it's totally up to you. You have the greatest power and there's the power to choose. So with that, we have the power to choose whether we want to be wealthy or we want to be poor. You see, my son, in many of the seminars that we used to hold, because we're not holding seminars anymore because of the virus, but we're holding webinars. But I mean, he's always telling people, you know, rich, rich people think like rich people and poor people think like poor people. That's, that is such a basic saying, but it's absolutely true. So if we are given the greatest power and we choose to think like a poor person, that's what we're going to become. We're not going to get ahead. But if you choose to think like a wealthy people or rich people, that's exactly what you're going to become. It's all in your mind. You see, you can have the best financial planner. You can have the best product. You can have the the best investment. But that doesn't matter as much as as the way you think. The way you think is the foundation of any financial plan. So what are you thinking? 
Are you thinking like a rich pe- person or are you thinking like a poor person? What are you really thinking? And whatever it is, it doesn't matter because you can change it. You can change whatever you are thinking because you have the power to choose. Right, Jordan? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, and that's what we talked about a few times is, you know, just even like last week's show, we were talking a little bit of just the basic, basic little barriers that get put in place when we're younger, when we start as a teenager or even a child. And I know my father's touched on this a few times, but you know, just like when we're talking about money, you know, a lot of your times when you touch money, your parents tell you money's dirty. Go touch, wash your hands. You know, don't touch that. Don't put your hands in your mouth. The money's very dirty. And so little barriers like that at such a young age, you would think wouldn't do anything. But at the end of the day, I know when I still touch money till this day, I think of it being very dirty. I think of it having uh, traveled the world and it's got a lot of crud on it. And so things of that sort, just little negative barriers like that can really set your mind in a path that you might not even really consciously know that you're already thinking about negative thoughts about money. So little barriers like this is what we're talking about. You got to be able to flip the script a little bit, turn around, reset that and start giving a start fresh to where you're at. You know, my father hit it right on the head. It's never too late to get your foot pointed in the right direction. I hear all the time people always say, oh, gosh, I wish I would have known about this 15, 20 years, even 30 years ago. That does that. Of course. I mean, I, I think we all with hindsight wish a bunch of things. I mean, I wish I bought Apple stock when it was $30 a share. <laughs> I mean, I wish I, 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 I bought into Google. You know, all these things that we wish isn't going to help us. So what we can do is the important step. And knowing that our foot is in the right direction going forward is very, very important. So, again, breaking down negative money barriers, just like the dirty money, just like with Napoleon Hill's quotes, getting yourself in the right step is key. And that's step number one. Now, kind of going into the step number two of the law of attraction, just like what Napoleon Hill's brought in and what my father's mentioned, whether you believe the law of attraction or not, that is completely up to you. But at the end of the day, I don't think it takes a psychologist, a genius to know that if you're going to have a negative outlook, you're only going to look for the negative things in life. If you're going to have a happy outlook or a positive outlook, you're going to be looking for the positive wins in life. And any win can be a small little victory to you. It doesn't have to be getting that new promotion today, but it could be getting affirmation from uh, an employee or a boss or something because you did something right that week. That is a win. That is a victory right there. You have to count every little win that you have and appreciate it because every little win is going to get you to the end, which is the end all victory for whatever your goal may be. What do you think about that, Joseph? Oh, I totally agree with you. I mean, absolutely agree with you. And you know what? We have gotten so many uh, compliments on the um, on the you know from um, our YouTube channel, when people go there and see the, you know the video about my background and what my mother actually did for me, that I like to repeat it because I think this is so important because it's timely. You're talking about the law of attraction right now, and um, you know we're almost like a magnet, and that uh, we actually attract whatever we are talking about or thinking about. 
So I'm going to share with you again what my, well, basically my own experience. I was born in Mexico City. I came from an economically disadvantaged, you know, economy and family. My mother, by the way, my parents never, never went to school. I mean, they never finished grade, grade school. All right. However, though, my mother gave me one of the greatest gifts in the world without her even knowing it. I mean, just an amazing thing. And we're going to talk about this when we come back from break. But I mean, it is, it is the proof that the law of attraction really works. It has worked in my life. It is really proof that whatever you're thinking, you will become. As a matter of fact, there, there was a great author besides Napoleon Hill by the name of James, James Allen. And he wrote a book, a real tiny book. And it's called As a Man Thinketh. I recommend that if you, if you haven't bought those books, to go get them. Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. And As a Man Thinketh by James Allen. Now, they also have them on Audible if you can't, I mean, if you don't want to read it. But I mean, we're going to be talking about the importance of their philosophy, the importance of their teaching, and how, without my mother even knowing about those books, actually, she did something for me without her knowing that, had, that changed my life, my financial life for the better. So when we come back from break, ladies and gentlemen, stay tuned. I'm going to share with you my own experience of the law of attraction. We'll see you in just a few moments. If what you thought to be true about money turned out not to be true, when would you like to know about it? Most of us have been taught wrong about money either by our family or friends. Our school system does not have any curriculum to teach us how money really works and how to make our money grow without risk in any economy. By tuning in to Become the Banker radio show with certified financial planner Joseph Quijano, you'll learn the truth about money and strategies to help you grow your money without risk. Are you ready to thrive financially in the economy? Listen for Become the Banker radio show every Monday at 12 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, and 9 a.m. Pacific. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspire Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Become the Banker Radio Show with certified financial planner Joseph Quijano. To participate in today's show, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also ask to comment by email to 
joseph at becomethebanker.org or text to 303-880-0887. Welcome back again, ladies and gentlemen. We're talking about the law of attraction and how that applies to creating wealth and creating financial security. And I was talking to you before the break about my own experience with that and what my mother actually did for me without even knowing what she was doing. As I said earlier, my mother never finished grade school, but she gave me the greatest gift in the world. She, every time that I took a nap, she told me to close my eyes and visualize myself in a suit, a tie, carrying a briefcase, and walking into a brand new car, and then taking off and waving goodbye to my friends in the neighborhood. My mother was setting me up for success. I mean, we just shot a video about two weeks ago about this particular topic. And, and a videographer actually got some beautiful footage of a, a person walking with a suit in a briefcase, getting into a car, and waving goodbye. We have gotten so many comments. Because, see, this is basic. This is basic, but my mother was actually setting up my mind to succeed. And it was because of those practices that she was actually doing with me. I have achieved the impossible from nothing to where I am now. It's just like rags to riches. And I truly believe that it was, that it was the beginning right there that my mother installed on me the way I was thinking. So let me ask you this. What are you thinking? What are you instilling on your children? Jordan, what do you think of that? Yeah, absolutely. I think that's, that's the key thing here is having that opportunity of seeing yourself or envisioning yourself at the end, at the finish line. I mean, this is what everybody really uh, kind of hints at when you talk about, uh, you know, kind of positive affirmations and positive outlooks you have to be able sometimes to get past that negative beginning and and it's so true that a lot of times when people talk about the law of attraction they already think negatively about that which uh you know is, is going to put you in a, a negative outlook to begin with you're never going to get past the first step you have to see that vision of you at the finish line waving your hands being able to envision that it is a possibility that it can be realistic. I mean, I have a, uh, th th there's a uh, gentleman by the name of uh, Charlie Rocket, and he's kind of an interesting young fellow, but he definitely has these really awesome, positive uh, quotes that he always puts out there. And I think one of the favorite ones I always look at is, you know, he says, nobody's going to believe you until you get on the road. So you've got to have this delusional, optimistic mindset. That right there, delusional, optimistic mindset is key. You, no matter how crazy your goal is, you know how um, out, you know, outlandish it could be that somebody might want to be a, a triathlon runner or a triathlon athlete, and yet maybe they weigh 260 pounds, 250 pounds, something that crazy that most people would say there's no possibility that they could do that. 
yet it all takes that finish line victory, that photo line finish of you standing there having that optimism of knowing that it is possible that you can do that. And you'd be surprised some of the stories that comes out of these triathlon athletes when they've only been doing it for three or four years and yet they're still there winning maybe fifth or sixth place, which is not first, but it's a heck of a lot better than not starting the finish line at all. So getting back to what we're saying here is having this positive money mindset of what your goal may be. If it is to purchase that house, if it is to be self-employed, to be financially independent, be retired at the age of 50, it starts with taking the first steps. And if you don't take that first step, then you're never going to reach the goal. I mean, it's never going to happen. And if you keep on thinking it's going to be a negative outlook, it's going to be too hard to do this. Oh, you know what? My family, they never had money. So that, that can't be me. I can't, I can't be there. I can't own my own house. I mean, little barriers that you put in front of yourself, you're going to be your biggest enemy. And this is where you have to flip the script and be your biggest cheerleader and, and carry you through that finish line. So I want you to see that it isn't just the mindset, it isn't just this, but you can start with getting your positive outlook going, get the law of attraction in the right direction, pointing towards positive attraction uh, mindsets and positive you know, affirmations that you can put in your every day. And from there, you can just start with basic budgets. I mean, just a basic budget with little mini goals put in place, I think is so crucial when it comes to being in a, in, a, in a good financial state of mind. I mean, to have a budget is really to give you a roadmap to how you're doing financially. And nowadays, so many people don't even look at a budget. They don't even know how to budget just basic uh, you know, things in their life, whether it be rent, whether it be groceries, gas. I mean, we meet with thousands of people throughout the year. And every single one of them, I sit down with them and do a budget right then and there. And the number one item that always comes up is how much money they have coming in and how much money they have going out the door. And supposedly, they're supposed to have a good chunk of money left over. But most people never see that because they don't budget. They don't know about their money. So if you're going to have four to $5,000 coming in, in as income, but your expenses are only $3,000, you should have technically a thousand to two thousand dollars left over, and I see this over and over again. Where most people they say, "I'm supposed to have that much left over? How's that possible? I'm living paycheck to paycheck." Well, if you don't put your mindset and your money in the right direction, it's going to be easy to not know where you're going. You're you're just going in a circle, spending money without a direction, spending money without a goal, and so having a budget is crucial to any financial plan, and it's crucial because this is where it starts with you maybe being able to set aside $25 a week and just tuck it away in savings. And once you get to a place of maybe you've saved $1,000, well, now you can increase it to maybe $50 or $60 a week. And just getting yourself with the right step of taking these little bitty victories, these little bitty wins, so that at the end, when you're looking six months down the road, and you have $5,000 saved up, you actually have a goal in place to purchase that vehicle, or you have that $5,000 to make sure that you're paying for your college books or your, or your semester for that year. Whatever that goal is, it starts with giving yourself 
that budget. Give your money a direction and give your mind the direction on how you're going to achieve that so that at the end, you actually know if you've reached that goal. Otherwise, if you don't have that budget, we have no idea where you're at financially. Uh, so true. You know, Jordan, you're absolutely on target. And, you know, besides having a budget, I think, you know, it, it really boils down to, uh, you know, having goals. What is it that you want to achieve? When we meet people, you know, besides not knowing where their money's going, they really don't have any, any solid written down goals, financial goals. And I think it is so important. I mean, to have a goal. I think anybody that has achieved anything in this world had a goal, a written down goal. You cannot just have a goal in your mind or on your cell phone or your computer. You have to write it down. I know for me, the person who actually kind of framed my mind about goal setting was a great person by the name of Zig Ziglar that he's passed away a couple of years ago. But I actually had the opportunity to meet him on a seminar. I went to a seminar in Portland, Oregon, and he was having a seminar on this topic about goal setting and how important it is. And uh, he was talking about what happens to your mind when you actually sit down and discover what, what is it that you want to achieve and make that a goal and then write it down and then Look at it. Maybe create a storyboard. I mean, if, if, if it's a beautiful car that you want, find a picture of that car and put it down someplace where you can see it daily. If it is a home that you want to buy, get a picture of it and put it down. I mean, I remember, you know, when I met him, he said, you know, you, you have to take some time and you're going to have to have a wild idea sheet, sheet of paper. Take a sheet of paper and label it, my wild idea sheet. And just put down everything that you possibly would want in this life. And don't worry about whether it's big or small or impossible or possible. Just let your mind roam and start writing down any wild dreams that you may have. From that sheet, you choose maybe three or four goals that you, that are attainable, attainable. So after you do that, then you set a goal, not only for your lifetime, but set a goal that is a short-term goal, like maybe something that you can achieve in six months. Choose an intermediate goal that you can achieve in one or two years. And then choose a goal that you can achieve at retirement or at the end of your life. I mean, it's a wonderful exercise. If you haven't done it, I urge you to please do it. Because, I mean, I remember this was back in the 1980s when I met him. And I followed. See, I believe that ignorance, being ignorant sometimes, is a blessing. I think when you become too smart, you begin to think, you know what, this is not going to work. I mean, that's childish. I mean, that is really cheesy. I mean, come on, setting a golden paper. I mean, sometimes being ignorant is really a blessing. And to me, I didn't know any better back then. 
So I took his advice and I took it verbatim and I bought his goal setting planner. I still have it by the way. And I follow every single step, the wild idea, setting goals. And you want to know something? Every goal that I set for myself in the 1980s, I have achieved. I'm, I'm totally amazed. It works. I'm a living proof. I'm, I came from, one of my goals, by the way, was to, uh, to, to be the CEO of a company. Well, guess what? I own two companies today. And I'm not patting myself on the back. Don't, don't, don't get me wrong. I'm just telling you, I'm so impressed because I believe that ignorance is really a blessing in disguise. And to me, I didn't know any better. So I just went ahead and follow what he was teaching. And I achieved, I have achieved, by the way, I have achieved every single goal that I set on that book in the 1980s. And you know, Today, I have the book in my office. And when I have a meeting with my financial advisors or my team, I take it out. And they can see my writings. They can see my goals. And they can see what I have achieved. So if anybody can achieve, it's you. If I can do it, you can do it. But you have to have the proper mindset, and you do have to set goals. Now, we're just about ready for another break. What I'd like to do is I would like to continue with this topic just for a few more moments after the break, and then we'll move on to the second summary of the money mindset. Thank you for listening, and we'll be right back. If what you thought to be true about money turned out not to be true, when would you like to know about it? Most of us have been taught wrong about money either by our family or friends. Our school system does not have any curriculum to teach us how money really works and how to make our money grow without risk in any economy. By tuning in to Become the Banker radio show with certified financial planner Joseph Quijano, you'll learn the truth about money and strategies to help you grow your money without risk. Are you ready to thrive financially in the economy? Listen for Become the Banker Radio Show every Monday at 12 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, and 9 a.m. Pacific. Investments hit all-time lows, except for Become the Banker. Do you know how much money was lost in those accounts? Not one penny. Become the Banker is a safe, guaranteed return of 4% plus a 1% dividend. In a nutshell, you overfund life insurance on purpose to build a tax-sheltered cash account for retirement and for loaning to yourself along the way and not losing to the stock market. BecomeTheBanker.org. You owe it to yourself to go to the next seminar. BecomeTheBanker.org. Who's laughing now? This is Become the Banker Radio Show with certified financial planner Joseph Quijano. To participate in today's show, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also ask to comment by email to joseph at becomethebanker.org or text to 303-880-0887. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You know, this is really an exciting topic for, for me because it's really my life. I mean, I'm, I have lived this. 
this is really my life. And I was just talking to you about goal setting. I was talking about, about having goals and, and, and achieving those goals. And we're going to be talking to you about that in more detail here in the next few moments. But, uh, you know, if you, look at, if you look at some heroes, okay, I call them heroes. I mean, if you look at heroes like uh, Roger Bannister, he was the first man that ran a mile under four minutes. Four-minute mile. You know what? They told him before he did it that it couldn't be done. It was humanly impossible to run a four-minute mile. That he was, they told him that his heart was going to explode. Medical doctors told him that. Roger Bannister had a goal to be the first human to run a four-minute mile. And you know what happened? He did it. And after he did it, thousands, millions of other athletes have done it. He broke the barrier. I mean, do you think that Roger Bannister had a goal? Or do you think that he just woke up one day and says, you know what? I'm going to say I'm going to run a four-minute mile, and I'm going to do it. No, he had a goal. He prepared himself. He, and then he achieved it. Because if you go back to the first quote that I mentioned to you in this radio show, whatever the mind can believe and conceive it can achieve, that's exactly what Roger Bannister did. Whatever his mind believed and conceived, it achieved. And so it is with money. Now, I am a perfect example of that. And you know what? I'm so proud to have my son with me because, I mean, he's actually achieving more than I have I ever achieved at his young age. I mean, and again, I'm not here to, uh, to pat ourselves on the back, but I'm going to tell you something. There's not too many young people that have achieved what he has achieved. And I'm going to tell you something. I think it begins with his mindset about money. It begins with believing that whatever he thinks is going to come to pass. So I urge you to please, to please change the way you think. It's so easy to get caught up. So set a goal. And I'm going to tell you something right now. Goal setting is not difficult. Goal setting is really simple. And it should be an exciting part of your life. Like right now, October, for example, to me, is the greatest month. Because I'm going to be setting goals for the upcoming year. I'm going to take some time. I'm going to go to a secluded place. I'm going to sit down and I'm going to do some brainstorming. And I'm going to do goal setting. I'm going to set my goals for 2021. Now, that to me excites me. It really is an exciting event in my life to be able to set goals because I know the power of setting a goal. And you know what? You got to be balanced, by the way. You cannot just make all your goals to be financial. So you, gotta, you have to have a goal about your health, goal about money, goal about your career, goal about your family, and goal about your spiritual. So you got to be balanced because what good would it be for you to become a multimillionaire and just have poor health? 
Or what if you have poor health and you actually have a lot of money? I mean, so, you know, it goes hand in hand. You have to be, have, you have to have a balance, you know, uh, I can't think of that guy's name, Jordan, maybe you, you, you can help me, but the, uh, the, the, the person who founded Apple, remember, who was he? Yeah. Um, oh gosh, now you're going to make me go with it. Um, gosh, dang it. Why can't I think of his name right now? Um, I know. I know. I know what you're saying, but anyway, um, I mean, he, he was a multi-billionaire, right? A multi, multi-billionaire. Steve Jobs. Uh, Steve Jobs. Thank you. Steve, Steve Jobs. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and, 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 and you know what? He had a, he, on his deathbed. On his deathbed, he said, you know, you can have all the money in the world. But what good is it when you know you're going to die? Think about that. So set goals. But please set them throughout your entire lifestyle. Don't you agree, Jordan? Yeah, just like you said, you have to be balanced. And I think that balance carries through everything, you know, and and being that, you know, we are talking about a financial mindset and a financial area, that balance still has to come through on your financial side as well. I mean, balance is key throughout your whole life, not only through goal setting, but to also be able to carry the same balance into your financial world is very, very, very important. I mean, it goes back to the old saying, you can't put all your eggs in one basket, you know, because we all realize that sometimes some goals, some areas, especially in the financial world, could not be at the right time for you. It could be that maybe you are doing everything right by investing in your 401k, putting your money aside, Getting your match if you're getting a match, but you're making sure you put 10%, 15%, however much away every single paycheck, but yet the stock market crashes. That's out of your control sometimes. Or it could be, you know, just like uh, we have this coronavirus, this pandemic going on. Nobody saw that coming. Not even one person would have realized that, that this would have been 2020. This was supposed to be a wonderful, beautiful year. And there still are some great things about this year, but yet it will go down in the books that this will be one of the bad years because of this pandemic, because of what we're facing uh, on the social injustices that have been going on. I mean, there's a lot of things that have happened this year that are out of our control, that yet you were still doing probably everything right, but little impacts that you have no control over will be there. And that's where balance comes in place that you can't rely solely in one area. You have to be able to have a few backups, a few other areas that maybe while you're working on some of your goals, and especially in the financial world, maybe while you're putting money aside in the 401k for a later day, and when you're 65 or 60, you have money building somewhere that's tax-free, somewhere that's away from the government. Somewhere that's nothing to do with the stock market. Otherwise, again, you put your eggs all in one basket, you will face the repercussions of when that basket is not there for you. Or in other words, when that financial instrument isn't there for you because of what's happening out of our control. So balance is so important, not only in goal setting, not only in our lives, 
but also the financial world and your financial life, your financial health needs balance. That is how this circulates throughout the world. And I think it's so important for you to realize it sooner rather than later and be able to search what options are out there that can give you some protection. And that's why we love what we do because ultimately when we help our clients, when we get them in, our, in the right path, when they sit down with us at our office or by a computer, after we meet with them, I can see it in their eyes. They usually come in sometimes stressed or, or they have a headache. And they say, gosh, I just lost all this money. And they're, you can just tell – you can see the worry in their eyes. But after we meet with them – and I'm not trying to toot our horns. I, I, I promise you not that. But after we meet with them, the relief that they get – Knowing that there is light at the end of the tunnel to get out of debt in nine years or less, including their mortgage, to be able to put money aside that grows tax-free so that the government can't tax it when you're later in life, or to put money somewhere that you have access to today in case a pandemic happens, in case you lose your money that you don't have to pay penalty twos. And of course, the most important area is to have money somewhere that is always growing no matter what the stock market's doing, no matter what the banks are giving us. And when they see that, it's such a relief to them because they've never seen anything like it before. You have to have the open mind. You have to be able to actively search for that balance in your life. Again, not only in health, spiritually, goal-setting family, but also in the financial health. Your financial world has to have that balance. So that you can put yourself for success. You can set yourself up for success and not just have these hurdles come at you that you sometimes cannot control. I think in today's world, it's very, very easy to really have a setback. I think it, 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 there's so many unknowns, so many things that are variables that we cannot control that it's easy for somebody to get let down. It's easy for us to sometimes just turn on our side and, and give up. And I think this pandemic, I think out of 2020, the best thing that we can see out of this whole year is that we could make it through some of the worst times and still be standing here. You have to be able to look at what the victories are in your life, these wins. So that it all ends, adds up, and you can see the positive to it because there's always two sides to a story, and there's always going to be two sides to the coin, and you have to look at it this way and say, I can look at it negatively and say this was a bad year. I lost a lot of money. lost my job. People are passing away because of this horrible pandemic. There's a lot of things going horribly in our world right now, and you could just sit there and be a part of that, or you could get to the other side. And look at some of the positives that we're changing in today's world. Hopefully that we're going to change in not only the social er arena, but also maybe some health, life-breaking changes that we should have been doing this whole time by staying healthy, by going to the gyms. <laughs> it's so funny that you know it's kind of ironic when gyms and, and certain things get taken away from us, we don't realize how much we appreciate it. And here now that – were, we were out with, without gyms for so many months. People were starting to get stir-crazy and say, oh, I just wish the gym was open. I just wish it was that. When yet it used to be so taken for granted that, oh, you know what? I don't want to go to the gym today. I don't want to do that. That's, 
who knows what's going to happen tomorrow? You have to live in the now sometimes, and you have to appreciate what we have and look for some of those positives because at the end of the day, you cannot let the fears or the negative thoughts control your path or control your mindset. Otherwise, it's going to be a very sad life if you do live that. So let's remember that you need to be able to not only have balance in your life, with your family, with your health, everything needs balance. But also in your financial world, you have to have some balance. And that means be, being able to have the budget that you're able to set some money aside, start somewhere. with, And just starting with a budget, the only reason I'm saying that is because that is the first step to realizing where you're at today and to see where you're at five years from now. Or even not even five years, just say six months from now. You don't even have to look that far ahead. But just start today from six months from now. And start with a budget, see where you're at, take a little temperature gauge, put some money aside. And from there, we can start working on paying off some debt. From there, you can start putting some money aside away from 401ks and just take every step going forward to realize what your goal is at the end and accomplish that. So we're going to take our break here and we're going to conclude our conversation. But I want to thank you guys for joining us. We're going to be right back after this break. This is Jordan Keanu and Joseph Keanu with Become the Banker, and we're excited to see where we're going to go with this. If what you thought to be true about money turned out not to be true, when would you like to know about it? Most of us have been taught wrong about money either by our family or friends. Our school system does not have any curriculum to teach us how money really works and how to make our money grow without risk in any economy. By tuning in to Become the Banker radio show with certified financial planner Joseph Quijano, you'll learn the truth about money and strategies to help you grow your money without risk. Are you ready to thrive financially in the economy? Listen for Become the Banker radio show every Monday at 12 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, and 9 a.m. Pacific. Hello, I'm consumer advocate Tom Martino. For years, I've been telling you about a safe, secure investment that you can do for as little as $200 a month. Earnings grow tax-free. And better than that, during this recent stock market crash, they did not lose a penny. Even though investments hit all-time lows, those involved in Become the Banker are still earning their guaranteed return of 4% tax-free plus a 1% dividend. Isn't it time you at least investigate and possibly become the banker yourself? In a nutshell, you overfund life insurance on purpose to build tax-sheltered cash for retirement and for loaning to yourself for life's needs and pleasures, college, credit card debt, a mortgage, they can all be paid when you become the banker. Do yourself a favor. At least find out more. Becomethebanker.org. For the next webinar, that's becomethebanker.org. And for a video review, becomethebanker.info. It's time to take action and stop your losses. Becomethebanker.org. This is Become the Banker Radio Show with certified financial planner Joseph Quijano. To participate in today's show, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also ask to comment by email to joseph at becomethebanker.org or text to 303-880-0887. Welcome back. Jordan, you want to continue with this? 
or you you want me to uh, do this? Yeah. Uh, you know, I think just I think we we summarize pretty much the the really the whole idea of just getting yourself in the right direction. You know that that that's we don't want to spend the whole show on it, but but we've spent you know a good four to four to five weeks now on just talking about putting yourself in success, whether it's seeing yourself at the end of whatever your goal is and realizing that it is obtainable, and also putting it out there in the world, I think is what we we're really trying to say is being able to not only bring that law of attraction piece into it, but to manifest it, to be able to send it out in the universe that you are going to accomplish this goal of yours by being able to buy a house at the end of the year or be able to get that promotion and just speaking it into existence is key. So from that step though, it's not that you just speak it into existence and don't follow up with your duties as well you mean with law of attraction it takes two sides it takes not only you being able to think it and put it out in the world but you have to follow up with your responsibilities as well and that's what we're trying to explain here on, on today's show is it doesn't just happen out of sheer luck i mean of course there's going to be maybe those slim chances of people winning the lottery People having, you know, extreme lucky chances of finding money uh, in their car door when they bought it off an auction. I mean, just random things that, yes, okay, there is a little percentage of luck that I think sometimes we all hope and wish that could be us. But we can't rely on that is what I'm trying to say. You have to be able to do your duties to make sure that your goals, your realities become a part of your life. So speaking it into existence, putting it out in the universe of your money, health, your money mindset to be in a better place, to be able to accomplish what you want in life, that is step number one. To step number two is you following up with your own goals, putting yourself in the right place to make sure that you're giving as much potential to make sure that that beginning of that goal actually becomes reality. So that your chances are higher that it happens sooner. So we want you just to take little pieces of today's conversation and see how you can implement this in your life. And I think the last thing I want to leave it with, and I'll turn it back to here to you here, is you can't compare yourself to others. I mean, and, and that's kind of, you know, there's two sides to that. You know, it is good to look at what some people have. And I'll give a perfect example like myself. You know, I think, you know, my father, you know, who's saying that I've accomplished a lot in my young years. And it, for me, I'm, I'm very humble in the sense that I, I never try to look at that. I don't know. I guess I'm, I've just never been somebody to toot my horn. And I know my dad's the same way. He's, that's just not how he's been raised. And so for me, it's hard for me to see that sometimes to realize really what I've accomplished around my, my time gauge, you know, of, of owning two homes, being able to make a decent amount of money at a, at a very young age to purchase vehicles, to be able to do just wonderful things before the age of 30. And, and these are just little mini things that I've put in my mind that I don't really look so much around me to compare to others because I want my own life to be what I'm happy with. Now, the side, the other side to that though, is it is good sometimes to see where you're at because when I do look at a lot of young professionals or other people that have accomplished more than me at my age, 
it excites me to say, okay, that is possible. I look at, you know, some of these people that are millionaires by the age of 25, 26, because they've been able to be social influencers or, or be able to create their own businesses. And that excites me. I mean, that puts a little bit of fire underneath me that, okay, well, I am doing well, but I should be doing better. So there is that positive side to that. But the neg the, the other negative side to it is you don't want to look at it and say, oh, I could be looking at those kids and say, man, I did, I did horrible things. I didn't even make a million dollars because by the age of 25, I was buying my first house. Or you know what? These people already have four or five homes and a lot of exotic cars, but I don't have that. I mean, if, if I start to get stuck in that mindset of comparing myself to others that have accomplished more than me, you forget all the beautiful accomplishments you've made with yourself. And if you forget that, it's very easy to get in a negative mindset to wish that you had more, to want more, to think that you're not doing it right. So I urge you with caution that comparing yourself to others, it is a two-sided sword. It is good to encourage you to give you a little bit of fire underneath you, a little bit of inspiration, fuel to realize that it is possible for somebody to be retired at the age of 30 or somebody retired at 35 with boats, money, whatever, whatever it is. I don't, it doesn't even have to be materialistic things in life, just whatever it is in your vision. But the other side to it is don't look too deep into it and realize that you forget what you've accomplished yourself because that's the worst thing you can get out of comparing yourself to others. And that's why so many people say to never compare yourself to others because you don't have the same deck of cards or maybe even the same hand of cards that you've been dealt as they have. We all have our own direction that our foot started in the right path, different path. But at the end of the day, I think our end all goal, no matter how long it takes us to get there, is up to you. And that's your direction in, in the sense of how far and how much how motivated you are to get it accomplished. So that's kind of the last thing I want to leave it with. And I'll, I'll throw it back to you here, Joseph. I tell you what, I think we've done pretty well, Jordan. Thank you so much. We only got five seconds left. So we'll see you next week. Joe, go to our YouTube channel. Search Thank for you for choosing the to banker, listen to Become the Banker Radio Show. And join our family. Certified financial planner we'll Joseph Quijano will return next Monday at 12 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, and 9 a.m. Pacific. Until then, remember, rich people think like rich people. Poor people think like poor people. Thank you for choosing to listen to Become the Banker Radio Show. Certified financial planner Joseph Quijano will return next Monday at 12 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, and 9 a.m. Pacific. Until then, remember, rich people think like rich people. Poor people think like poor people.